0: hi guys a beautiful morning to you all today's bible reading is taken from 2nd samuel 17 and 2nd samuel 18 and our memory verse us taking from 2nd samuel 18 verse 33 then the king was deeply moved and went up to the chamber over the gate and wept let's take a few moments to ask to open our eyes open our ears and open our hearts to hear what the spirit of the lord is going to be saying to us today moreover aitophel said to absalom now let me choose twelve thousand men and I will arise and pursue David tonight. I will come upon him while he is weary and weak, and make him afraid, and all the people who are with him will flee, and I will strike only the king. Then I will bring back all the people to you. When all return, except the man whom you seek, all the people will be at peace. And the same pleased Absalom, and all the elders of Israel. Then Absalom said, Now call Ushai the archite, Also, and let us hear what he says too. And when Ushai came to Absalom, Absalom spoke to him saying, Aitophel has spoken in this manner. Shall we do as he says? If not, speak up. So Ushai said to Absalom, The advice that Aitophel has given is not good at this time. For said Ushai, You know your father and his men, That they are mighty men, And they are enraged in their minds, Like a bear robbed of a corpse in the field. And your father is a man of war and will not camp with the people. Surely by now he is eating in some pit or in some other place. And it will be when some of them are overthrown at the first. That whoever hears it will say, there is a slaughter among the people who follow Absalom. And even he who is valiant, whose heart is like the heart of a lion, will melt completely. For all Israel knows that your father is a mighty man and those who are with him are valiant men. Therefore, I advise that all Israel be fully guarded to you from Dan to Beersheba, like the sun that is by the sea for multitude, and that you go to battle in person. So we will come upon him in some place where he may be found, and we will fall on him as the dew falls on the ground. And of him and all the men who are with him, there shall not be left so much as one. Moreover, if he has withdrawn into a city, then all Israel shall bring ropes to that city and will pull it down into the river until there is not one small stone found there. So Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The advice of Ushai the archite is better than the advice of Aitophel. For the Lord had proposed to defeat the good advice of Ahitophel to the intent that the Lord might bring disaster on Absalom. Then Ushai said to Zadok and Abiathar the priest, Thus and so Aitophel advised Absalom, and the elders of Israel, and thus and so I have advised. Now therefore, send quickly and tell David, saying, Do not spend this night in the plains of the wilderness, and speedily cross over, lest the king and all the people who are with him be swallowed up. Now Jonathan and Ahimaaz stayed at Enrogel, for they dared not be seen coming into the city. So a female servant would come and tell them, and they would go and tell King David. Nevertheless, a lad saw them, and told Absalom but both of them went away quickly and came to a man's house in Bahurim who had a well in his court and he went down into it then the woman took and spread a covering over the well's mouth and spread ground grain on it and the thing was not known and when Absalom's servant came to the woman at the house they said where are Ahimaaz and Jonathan so the woman said to them they have gone over the water brook and when they had searched and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. Now it came to pass, after they had departed, that they came up out of the world well and went and told King David, and said to David, Arise and cross over the water quickly, for thus as Ahithophel advised against you. So David and all the people who were with him arose and crossed over the Jordan. By morning light, not one of them was left who had not gone over the Jordan. Now when Ahithophel saw that his advice was not followed, he saddled a donkey and arose and went home to his house to his city then he put his household in order and hanged himself and died and he was buried in his father's tomb then david went to mahinem and absalom crossed over the jordan he and all the men of israel with him and absalom made amas captain of the army instead of joab this amas was the son of a man whose name was jitra an israelite who had gone into abigail the daughter of Naash sister of ozerai joab's mother so israel and absalom encamped in the land of gilead now it happened when david had come to mahinaim that shobi the son of naash from rabba of the people of Ammon, machish the son of amiel from lodiba and barzilial the gileadite from mughalim brought beds and basins earthen vessels and with barley and flour Parched grain and beans, lentils and parched seeds, honey and curds, sheep and cheese of the earth, for David and the people who were with him to eat. For they said, The people are hungry and weary and thirsty in the wilderness. In this chapter, we see the wisdom of David compared to the wisdom of Absalom. Absalom thought that if he had brought the people together and won the hearts of the people, he would easily defeat his father, which could have been if the Lord did not intend. That Absalom would be defeated. David had made this prayer earlier on that God should turn the wisdom of Aitophel, the counselor of Absalom, into foolishness. And that was exactly what God did. Aitophel advised Absalom that Absalom, let's do this, let's do this, that by this time of the day, David will be this, you'll be here, let's kill him and let's do this once and for all. But then Ushai, the friend of David who was there as camouflage. Camouflaging and undercover said that, "Uh ah, don't you know that your father is a man of war? Which is true. David was a man of war. And every man that was with him were men of valiant characteristics. So he said, don't you know that your father is a man of war and all the men with him are men of valor. Don't even think about it. Let's do this, let's do that. And so they turned against the advice of Ahitophel towards absalom and that was how david was able to run away that night to cross over the water brooks it is very possible to have good counselors around you and not take their advice we move on to the next chapter and david numbered the people who were with him and set captains of thousands and captains of hundreds over them then david sent out one third of the people under the hand of joab one third under the hand of Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, Job's brother, and one third under the hand of Itai the Gittite. And the king said to the people, I also will surely go out to you myself. But the people answered, You shall not go out, for if we flee away, they will not care about us, nor if half of us die, will they care about us. But you are what? ten thousand of us now, for you are now more help to us in the city. Then the king said to them, Whatever seems best to you, I will do. So the king stood beside the gate, and all the people went out by hundreds and by thousands. Now the king had commanded Joab, Abishai, and Etai, saying, Deal gently for my sake with the young man Absalom. And all the people heard when the king gave all the captains others concerning Absalom. So the people went out into the field of battle against Israel, and the battle was in the woods of Ephraim. The people of Israel were overthrown there by the servants of David, and a great slaughter of twenty thousand took place there that day, for the battle there was scattered all over the face of the old countryside, and the woods devoured more people that day than the sword devoured. Then Absalom met the servants of David. Absalom rode on a mule. The mule went under the thick boughs of a great terebinth tree, and his head caught in the terebinth, so it was left hanging between heaven and earth, and the mule, which was under him went on. Now a certain man saw it and told Joab, and said, I just saw Absalom hanging in a terrible tree. So Joab said to him, Who told him? You saw him? And why did you not strike him there to the ground? I would have given you ten shekels of silver and a belt. But the man said to Joab, Though I were to receive a thousand shekels of silver in my hand, I would not raise my hand against the king's son. For in our hearing the king commanded you, and Abishai and Itai, saying, Beware, lest anyone touch the young man Absalom. Otherwise, I would have dealt falsely against my own life, for there is nothing hidden from the king, and you yourself would have set yourself against me. Then Joab said, I cannot linger with you. And he took three spears in his hand and thrust them through Absalom's heart, while he was still alive in the midst of the therabined tree. And the ten young men who bore Joab's armor surrounded Absalom and struck and killed him. So Joab blew the trumpet and the people returned from pursuing Israel for Joab held back the people and they took Absalom and cast him into a large pit in the woods and laid a very large heap of stones over him. Then all Israel fled everyone to his tent. Now Absalom in his lifetime had taken and set up a pillar for himself which is in the king's valley for he said I have no son to keep my name in remembrance. He called the pillar after his own name and to this day is called Absalom's monument. Then Ahimas, the son of Zadok said, Let me run now and take news to the king how the Lord has avenged him of his enemies. And Joab said to him, You shall not take the news this day, for you shall take the news another day. But today you shall take no news, because the king's son is dead. Then Joab said to the Cushites, Go, tell the king what you have seen. So the Cushite bowed himself to Joab and ran. And Ahimaaz the son of Zadok, said again to Joab, But whatever happens, please let me also run after the Cushite. So Joab said, Why will you run, my son, since you have no news ready? But whatever happens, they said, Let me run. So he said to him, Run. Then Ahimas ran by the way of the plain and outran the Cushite. Now David was sitting between the two gates. And the watchman went up to the roof over the gate to the wall lifted his eyes and looked, and there was a man running alone. Then the watchman cried out and told the king, and the king said, If he is alone, there is news in his mouth. And he came rapidly and drew near. Then the watchman saw another man running, and the watchman called to the gatekeeper and said, There is another man running alone. And the king said, He also brings news. So the watchman said, I think the running of the first is like the running of Aemaz, the son of Zadok. And the king said, He is a good man and comes with good news. So Aimas called out and said to the king, All is well. Then he bowed down with his face to the earth before the king and said, Blessed be the Lord your God, who has delivered up the men who raised their hand against my lord the king. The king said, Is the young man, Absalom, safe? Aimas answered, When Joab sent the king's servant, and me your servant, I saw a great tumult, but I did not know what it was about. And the king said, Turn aside and stand here." So he turned aside. And stood still. Just then the Kushite came, and the Kushite said, There is good news, my lord the king, for the Lord has avenged you this day of all those who rose against you. And the king said to the Kushite, Is the young man Absalom safe? So the Kushite answered, May the enemies of my Lord the King and all who rise against you to do harm be like that young man. Then the king was deeply moved, and went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. And as he went, he said, Thus, oh, my son, Absalom, my son, my son, Absalom, if only I had died in your place. Oh, Absalom, my son, my son. I will never understand why anyone would think a father would be happy about his child's death. I will never understand why anybody would think a father would be happy about his own son's death. Despite the fact that. David gave instructions and said, Please, people should not touch this boy, Absalom. Despite the fact that he is causing war against me, please don't touch him. He was very particular about it. He did not want to lose another son. He had mourned the, 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 the death of the child of Bathsheba when they first met. Now he does not want to mourn his second son, Absalom. He had already mourned the one before Absalom too. Two sons. Now, if Absalom had died, he would have been mourning three sons. But then, Joab did not listen. He decided to kill Absalom and then David mourned his third son in his lifetime. No parent will ever wish, no matter how bad or how far gone their child has gone, no parent will ever wish death on his own son. I mean, no parent in their right mindset and with a fatherly heart would do that. So the news greatly distressed David and he wept and thought about his son. Even when he waged war against him, he was still empathic towards him. Even when they chased after him, his own son, his own flesh and blood chased after him to kill him, he still did not want him dead. This also reflects the art of God. This is why when we sin against God, God doesn't just throw us away. God doesn't wish that we go away from him, but that we come to him with a broken and a contrite heart and spirit. To receive is love. The heart of your father is the one that has mercy. And this is how we're in today's Bible study. Hope you guys have a great day. Feel the inviting of the Holy Spirit into your daily activities. I love you and Jesus loves you even more.